Welcome back to another episode of the main state of mind slash capes and tights because we're still in the comic book extravaganza here um, right. a couple of weeks of this. So this is a dual podcast again, and then eventually we'll be doing alternating podcasts, but this is both capes and tights and the main state of mind. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg, and that is Adam Morissette. Uh, we're Zooming right now. but I, I know, it's weird. Man. Old school. Old school, yeah. a little back in the day thing, but it, um, but welcome to the podcast. You know, I, I, we're happy to have you here. And and uh, I was listening to a podcast this morning on the way to drop off Nova at daycare, and they always did a Zoom or like over the internet kind of thing for their podcast since they launched it in 2019. Right. Just because one lives in Austin and one lives in Tennessee, and so they just recently started doing the whole like in-person thing because they've been meeting up for different things and stuff like that. Yeah. They hadn't seen each other friends. Like they used to work together in like six years and they started a podcast via zoom uh, or online. I should say, I don't yeah. know if they use zoom or not, which is pretty badass. So it's possible. And I think there's, there's a guy I listened sure. to uh, off panel, uh, which is a podcast. There's a guy in Alaska. He is a hundred percent on the internet uh, doing right. this, the interviews he does with like comic, comic book people, except for when he goes to cons and things like that. He actually talks to people in person, but yeah. he's been able to do a podcast by via the internet forever. So I think every once in a while, us doing it is not going to be the end oh, of the yeah. world. I think, I think it, it's just, it's pretty crazy how much you can do remotely now. I mean, yeah. for versus what it would be, even if you, that's what I was today. I was setting up, getting my headphones on for the first time. And I was like, man, 10 years ago, I would have been like, I'm not even attempting this. Yes. But now it will be 10 years ago. You'd have to be like, I'll say 10 years ago is not that long ago, but 20 years ago, we'd have had to wait for dial-up to get yes. on. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. But, but now, I mean, with the modern technology we have, I can sit here comfortably and, you know, just the scheduling, the scheduling of life right now, it just makes it easier for us to be able to let's do this and end it and not be, because, yes. you know, Adam and I both like to talk, which is weird. Um, and we both like to, uh, we both have a lot of same interests and we don't see each other as often as we used to. No, we, we don't see each other more than we did for a little while there, but like we don't see. So a lot of catching up. So even before we started recording this, we were talking for about 15 minutes and it probably would have been even longer if Adam showed up and then afterwards and so on and so forth. So for scheduling purposes right now, it makes a little more sense to do uh, it via the internet, but we can get this done. Do it easily. Be fun. I'm excited. Absolutely. Um, we're about to talk some comic books really. And we're talking uh, comic yeah. movies. I should say we should do, we're um, going to talk, how the Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't include Fantastic Four or the X-Men or, you know, Deadpool yeah. is included in that because but Deadpool's movies have been so successful outside the X-Men lore that I conclude yeah. that as a kind of a, a, a 1A and, you know, 1B of those. Um, but we'll, they're not in it, but let's talk about how we can get them into it uh, as my conversation goes yeah, today. Exactly. I think that's fun. Um, so first, I guess... We'll just start off. So the reason why Fantastic Four and the X-Men are not part of Marvel Cinematic Universe is goes way back. Uh, Adam and I have talked about it, a little bit about it, about how like they were failing. Marvel, <laughs> the Marvel was not about to be around, honestly. I feel years like ago. Nobody, nobody will believe that today when you tell them. Because I and they're like, uh, like in the like 30s. And I'm like, yeah. no, like <laughs> like 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 when, we when I was born, like comics yes exactly yeah. and so um they were struggling and because of that they were trying to find cash to keep the boat up and what they did was they sold off the rights to many characters yeah. and over the years a lot of these rights had to do with like if you didn't make a movie within five years or start production within five years sure. then the rights reverted back to 
Marvel Enterprises, whatever they called it at the time. So like, you know, uh, Iron Man, for example, they sold at one point, they sold the, the, the option, the rights to someone else. Someone else didn't make a movie with it. And that's why Marvel ended up getting it back. And that's why we had the 2008 Marvel, um, the Sony film, or sorry, Marvel film. That person uh, probably is very yes. unhappy with their decisions. <laughs> yes. Well, it's the thing that I talked about the other day where it was that uh, like Google got offered offered Yahoo like a million dollars to buy out yeah. the Google platform and they said no. And, um, but those are the kind of like back thinking back hindsight's 2020, obviously. Of course. Um, well, God knows it could have been a terrible, terrible movie. Which they so. did make. Cause there was a Captain America movie made in the nineties, which was horrible. Um, yeah. There was, and as I talk about how these rights are sold. So back in the day, they sold all these rights to different movies because they weren't able to actually succeed at making movies. The most successful thing was probably the Hulk television show um and then some animated mm -hmm. things like the spider-man animated shows and stuff like that but otherwise it just did not work so they sold a lot of the rights off to the movies to try to keep the comic book side going and in 1986 they sold the film rights to and character for the rights of the film and the characters to constantine films for fantastic four uh in 1992 they filmed they, they made a low budget film uh yeah, they did. new horizon uh, studios and it was never actually released it was so bad that they released it and it's i think sometime i thought i found part of it on youtube at one point yes. um but it was so bad which is saying something really adam right it was if, if, it's if, so bad if that movie was so bad they wouldn't release it that's saying something in the lore of fantastic four movies that that's that bad compared to the other ones that were came out so it must have been really bad <laughs> dude it, it was like me and my buddies in high school used to make movies when we were just you know looking for something to do and we were like hey let's do fantastic four yeah, that was that I, was it pretty much. I think they should just release it now, just for fun. Be like, hey, oh, absolutely. Like to make fun of themselves in a sense. Like once they come up with a new one, once yeah. the new movie comes yes. out and it's successful, and then they be like, Haha, look where it all started. Uh, and that would be it. that could that could be a great multiverse joke oh, too. They end up in this place where like they're like, what is this low budget universe? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look like the cheap version of me? And it's just like Ben Grimm <laughs> looking at the thing. It's a guy with like a four drawn on his T-shirt. <laughs> Johnny Storm just lights a lighter. Yeah. Flame on. Lights, lights himself on fire and he's dead. Yes. That'd be amazing. That's where Deadpool's there too, just for happen to be like, oh my God, Deadpool was there. Yes. Um, the uh, 2005 film and then 2007 film also were sucky. Um, for some mm -hmm. reason, they just couldn't get it around, but Fox was making these films because um, at some point between uh, 86 and 2005, Fox had obtained the rights to um, Fantastic Four. They made a 2015 film, which also blew chunks. And they had filmed, they had planned a sequel already, but that was immediately canceled uh, within like, I don't know, months after the first one was made. Yeah. Uh, or the first 2015 one was made. And they just, you know, it, yeah, they're horrible. I mean, anybody's ever seen them there. They're horrible, but they're worth watching, in my opinion. Well, that's just, they're super fun. I'd like to have them all collected in kind of that legacy thing like yeah. Star Wars does, where you can just watch all of the weird old stuff. Mm hmm. And I'm saying that as a comic book fan, I'm wondering out there, there's probably a good number of people out there who, who aren't comic book fans that actually like those movies because they have no idea how they relate to the comic books and that, that, that yeah. the movies themselves were not that bad. The acting wasn't horrible. There was some story plot, plot lines that I didn't like, but um, it, it just definitely wasn't, didn't live up to what Fantastic Four should be because let's be honest, Marvel wouldn't be around if Fantastic Four wasn't created years and years and years ago by Stanley. Like it, oh, Marvel wouldn't exist. So it, for mm -hmm. the worst movies to ever come out of Marvel's movie lore, 
to be the Fantastic Four movies. That's kind of sad, honestly. So um, it is. Give a little... And that's something that, that you know, if you, you said is not only the history of it, but man, like when I got reading for this podcast, like it's it, it's really bizarre that X-Men and Fantastic Four aren't in it. Like, and I, I knew that at the time, but now that I go back and think about it, I'm like, how are they not there? Like, Two of the most successful comic book franchises in history are not well, in just the any, most successful movie no. franchise in history. And, and, and we're a huge part of the comic story. Like, yes. Huge. Like, massively. Massive. And, uh, I mean, and it, Fantastic Four are always a massive part of everything. Like, yes. And their story's fun. That's the other part about it. It's like, it's yes. like oh, you and I could become superheroes tomorrow. Whereas if you think about it, X-Men, if you're not born with a mutant gene, then you can't become an X-Men. You, you're not a mutant. But Fantastic Four, it's like you and I could be like on a plane and some sort of yes. thing, a lightning bolt hits our plane. And all of a sudden, I know right now we have powers. That's this cool story about the Fantastic Four. Um, and again, if anybody's listening to this is not a comic book fan, it's Reed Richards as Mr. Fantastic, Sue Storm, as what used to be called the Invisible Girl. She's now the Invisible Woman. Johnny Storm uh, and Ben Grimm as um, the Thing. Um, and so those are the, just in case we talk about the characters later on, so people know who they are uh, and that aspect of it. So you still there? I am still here. I'm trying to figure out if I'm losing connection or. You know, it's part of the it's doing it over the internet. We'll be fine. It totally is. Um, and so, and then so I'll, I'm explaining a lot and talking a lot. And we'll get into the back and forth thing here in a second. I just want to give everybody like a basis of what's going on. Sure. So within X-Men, Absolutely. 20th Century Fox obtained the rights to X-Men in 1994. Uh, they filmed a movie and they released it in 2000. And then they had two more X2 and, and X-Men 3. Uh, and then they had uh, spinoffs, three Wolverine movies, four other X-Men movies, two Deadpool movies, uh, which were in its own right were all successful. There were they some were. things that you can pick apart on some of those things, but like in, in, in a sense, the non-MCU movie franchises to do well, X-Men is one of those ones that's been able to do really well on that. Um, and so, like I said at the beginning, I put X-Men in one category and Deadpool in another, even though they're technically part of the same character rights. Um, yep. I guess they're kind of, the movies are different. Um, and then just a couple ideas of so Wolverine, Magneto, Professor X, Cyclops, Beast, Deadpool. Those are all some X-Men if you hear us talking about X-Men. Um, but into what we want to talk about now, boot, tuck a boot. I'm from Canada now. You've been living too close to Canada. Uh, Fox purchased Disney, or sorry, purchased by Disney in 2019 for $71 billion dollars. Uh, which is insane because Marvel was purchased by Disney in 2008 or seven, 2008 yep. for 4 billion. So, I mean, Fox is obviously a bigger thing, but like, it's funny to think about how much they had to pay to get their characters back. Basically. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's basically, I mean, they obviously got way more out of it, but they basically, I think Marvel just <laughs> wanted the uh, characters back. Uh, and then uh, they have announced a fantastic four movie. Um, and that's the only one they've, they've said mutants. They haven't been able to say the words mutants at Marvel for based around movies uh, in the MCU because the rights were owned by Fox, yep. but now they can actually say it. So they've said in, in some announcements the word mutants, and they've actually yep. announced that there will be a Fantastic Four movie in the future. No date, no cast, nothing has been announced. Um, so that's really the like the lineage and how and why we haven't seen X-Men yet is because the studio rights weren't in Marvel or at Marvel anymore, Disney. Right. And so other studios had the worlds, they had other universes. And so this is a conversation we've been people have been having based around comic yep. book movies since 2008 basically um so what's the 2021 so two, 13 years we've been having this conversation of how would you get, put them in there yeah. where you get them 
uh, and so on. Uh, we got lucky with Spider-Man because eventually Sony gave the rights to let them use it in the MCU, so we've seen Spider-Man. Um, but we're still waiting for that Fantastic Four and X-Men, the first time we ever see one of those characters in the universe built by by Kevin Feige at, uh, at Marvel. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to talk a little how we think we would want that, and then we'll get into a little bit, too, of how they basically, we think they will do it. Um, I, I think yeah. they're not the same. I think there is some differences there, how personally I would like to see them do it and how they actually will do it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. makes a difference. So, uh, um, but I mean, Adam, before we get into that, I mean, you've seen all those films, right? Basically you've seen most of the X-Men. Um, I, I would think that Logan out of all of those movies, Logan and the, maybe the two Deadpool movies are the best out yep. of all of them. Absolutely. And honestly, if there was a jumping in point to bring Wolverine in with a multiverse, I would rather it be that Wolverine than the one even yeah. from the movies. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you know what I mean. There's a there's just a difference. The one in Logan like felt like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one did too. But so yeah, I'm with you on that 100%. That Logan would be such a great entry point for and, and, for just for Wolverine even. I yeah. mean, and, and, and with this whole multiverse thing now, it gives us the opportunity to have this and be like, it was a different universe and they came over and all that stuff too. So it makes this, this conversation a lot better than it was even a year ago. I think this conversation is oh, completely absolutely. different a year ago or even before mm-hmm. that because there was a conversation about the snap for Thanos that maybe that's how mutants right. are introduced and all that stuff. So the conversation we can all have now about introducing MCU to Fantastic Four and X-Men are completely different than it was even 18 months ago. So um, absolutely. I'd love to jump into that. So Let's do it. Um, um, yeah, I mean, even, even getting ready today, honestly, like I was shocked at how long people have been having this conversation. Like if you look back at YouTube videos and even up in the ones in the last month, it's wild. Like everybody has a different theory about what's going to, what's going to happen. It's because this is the only thing you can have that conversation for. You can't be like, I wonder when spawn is going to come into the MCU because it's not ever going to happen. And it's not, it's not owned by the same, but when you have something based on real information, it's conversation we've always had about like, you know, when is this Stephen King book going to be made into a movie? Or mm-hmm. when is like in Lord of the Rings, you know, when are they going to do a Hobbit movie when they did that and stuff? So, but there's nothing that ever kind of compares to the idea that there's comic book lore that doesn't exist in the Marvel. Like if this was, if they had owned all the rights already, we would have already seen a Fantastic Four MCU movie. We would have already seen oh, gotcha. X-Men. It would have been part of the initial thing. But because this is a unique thing, that they didn't, yep. they couldn't touch their own characters, and they had to really tiptoe around it. Because, well, like you said, with like you couldn't even you couldn't even allude to the X. No, like in the mutants, um, what was it? The enhanced people in yes. the Avengers, and so Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver. Uh, for anybody who wants to get confused a little bit, those are the only yeah. two that are uh, both X Men and Avengers. So they were actually part of the whole deal. Was they were allowed to be in both. Um, yep. So there is a version of both, both X-Men and in, 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 in the Avengers. And that might be one of the reasons why they killed off Quicksilver so quickly in, in the Avengers movies, uh, Age of Ultron. Um, but that's just because they didn't want to deal with a, a he's in a Mar- he's in X-Men where they hadn't touched Scarlet Witch in X-Men yet. So, um, but there's, again, there's a lot more to unpack in the reason the film rights and all that stuff. But the simpleness is Marvel and Disney did not own the rights to Fantastic Four or X-Men or their related characters and villains. Yeah. Which I think for anybody that is not fully aware of that, like we just said, that is like huge and mm-hmm. mind blowing. So it, it's really exciting. But I, I think you think about this for way more than I do with these theories. So like you're the, what are your top ideas? So 
I think that what Marvel's been able to do in the MCU and just con- introducing their Avengers type characters before mm-hmm. was the solo films. I think that was a cool thing to do in phase one uh, yeah. and so on. But I also feel like there's merit to the fact that we've already built this universe over, you know, <clears throat> 10 years that it's a solo. If you just came up with a solo X-Men film, for an example, or a solo Fantastic Four to introduce these people, yeah. it might put the brakes on the universe for a second. Like it might yes. take away from the overall storyline. So I feel like part of these have to be um, soft reboots in the fact that oh, so back up a little bit. I think they need to be introduced in other movies. So if like mm-hmm. Shang-Chi is not going to introduce an X-Men character or a Fantastic Four, like a big X-Men character, we may sure. see these trickle effects of these, some characters that are now allowed to use um, villains or, or B characters that are X-Men or some one person that was a Fantastic Four character for one time um, in movies just because they can do it now. But the major people, I feel like you'll see them in bigger movies, like maybe in Spider-Man Far From Home, you see Wolverine show up for some reason or whatever it may be. I don't think that's the case, but like I'd rather have that be like that or introduce some of them and and, in the post-credit scene. So you watch the movie and bam, all of a sudden I know you scoot over and it's just someone's arm down and claws come out and you're just like oh my god yeah, and exactly then, and then you're looking forward to it um but i don't think the biggest thing i'll start off with by saying is i don't think they should do full reboots to the point where we're explaining who the fantastic four is down to the no. minute details who the x-men are down to the minute details if anything if they wait till the fantastic four movie to introduce the fantastic four the very beginning credit scene should be an like a like a that would be cool What's that? No, homage or whatever. Remember homage? Uh, um, montage. 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 Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Of, oh, I, of that's actually them becoming the character, so you now know a little bit. But yeah. that's it. They should not. That would do be this really whole... cool, too, because they used to do that in movies all the time. Lately, I've been on like an '80s, '90s bender, and it's crazy to me how often. Sorry. <laughs> that's my fault. What happened? I'm I'm still experimenting with my new setup. My alarm went off. Did you hear it at all? I didn't hear it. I just saw your video clip for a second. That's all right. I'm feel bad. But yeah, I just think it's. uh... Yeah, I lost my train of thought. But it's going to be '80s, '90s kick or the the kick that montage. Every movie I watch, there's like a two minute. Oh, hey, this terrible thing happened. Like their brother died, and then they went out in the wilderness for three years, and like, boom, here we are, right in the moment. Yep. And it it's really not that jarring. Like it happens, and I'm like, okay, good. Let's do a let's do something fun. Mm-hmm. And, and and it could be they've done these marvel legends things that are on disney plus i don't know if you've watched any of those but it's like a little montage of who these characters are in the mcu before the next movie comes out so like they did one on black widow and it just showed like clips of them showing who black widow is yep. there's no overlaying voiceover or anything like that it just shows who you, like the cool clips of black widow to kind of give you an idea of who she is for the movie they did it with peggy carter before the what if they did it with um like Wanda and Vision for before yeah. Wanda Vision, and same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and so on and so forth. But as we get to a characters that don't exist, like haven't been created yet, yeah. it would be kind of cool how these like half hour or fifteen minute montage kind of thing. But it's not; it's just people talking. Maybe it's you talking to Kevin Feige, maybe you're talking to the company sure. director and stuff like that. That shows like who the characters are to give you an idea. So there's some at least some background to these people. But I don't think that like a Fantastic Four movie that starts like the three other ones, basically. I mean, I guess the second one wasn't, uh, uh, it was a sequel. So like the 2007 right. film was a sequel, but 
I think that uh, we've already rebooted it twice. It's the same thing they did with Spider-Man. They did it twice. And in the third film, they kind of were like, oh, yeah, I got bit by a radioactive spider. And, yes. and, and that's what you did. So, oh, yeah, uh, cosmic rays caused us to have, you know, uh, powers. Yep. The downside to that is part of Ben Grimm's hate, not hate, but disdain at times to Mr. Fantastic and Reed Richards is the fact that he turned him into a ugly creature. And right. so it, not having that, for not forcing them, but not having that storyline to base it off of may make that relationship a little bit different. But I, yeah. I don't know. I, I still think it could happen. Uh, X Men sure. wise, uh, Fantastic Four one. That's easy. I think you can you can you can you can have Reed Richards show up in um, Doctor Strange to help sure. with the multiverse. You know, like hey, what's the multiverse? He knows all about it. If anybody has read comic books, Fan- Reed Richards has a big part to do with multiverses. Reed Richards yeah. is the one that found the Marvel Zombies uh, hey, and so right. on. So they're going to do an episode of What If with Marvel Zombies. Um, yep. That may, uh, that would be kind of funny if Reed Richards appears first in the What If cartoon. Imagine that. I, it's actually one of the uh, people I was reading today was saying like was saying the same thing. What if what if is used as a like vessel to kind of prime us for all of these things? And I think that would be really cool. I, I honestly, they thought maybe they'd come in, in WandaVision. Um, they talked about meeting someone that knows a lot about what's yeah. going on. And there was a lot of theories out there that it was I was actually Reed Richards they were going to see. Ended up not turning out to be that, but like. That would be like that idea that you can easily introduce a Fantastic Four character without having him be Mr. Fantastic. It can be Reed Richards, the, the sure. person, Sue Storm, the person, Johnny, you know, Storm and right. Ben Grimm, before the their powers, which would be if, brilliant. Like, and I think they're easier to introduce because they're cosmic. Like right tomorrow, the Fantastic Four could be introduced and it would be just a new supergroup. Whereas the problem with people have a problem with X Men and mutants is that all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's just this mutant gene that comes as it just yes. all of a sudden, you know, come about. Um, and so that one is a little bit more difficult. I thought it would be easy for them to do the snap. And when everybody came back, a lot of the people that came back had a mutated genes cause they went away yes. and all that stuff. And that could have been kind of a cool thing. And they still could do that. I think, I think it's close enough that they could say it didn't come to light until two years after the yep. snap or whatever it may be. Um, and that still but, could be, I mean, yes. it's a pretty, it's a pretty good angle to make something that big happen. Um, I was reading one today. That's uh, an idea like you know, that, that Charles Xavier's out there and there are that, it, that Scarlet, Witch is a mutant. They just couldn't allude to that before. Yep. And he's been kind of erasing all of this from the record because they're so dangerous. Yeah. But then he's going to finally there, he's going to have to come out and reveal them. The problem there seems to be if those people were all around when the infinity thing was happening and he was like, no, 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 no. We'll wait. Yeah. That's a yes. problem. Well, I think, and that's, uh, they talked about that on the my, my podcast, friends from work podcast. They've talked about how like, it would be weird for them not to be around to help, but also like, I know some of this, the, the snap and all that stuff. And the, it was a big battle at the Avengers tower or Avengers complex. It was in upstate New York. So it's like, it's not like it was, um, in LA or New York city where you're like, would have immediately been filmed with people's video cameras and stuff like that. Like the first Avengers right. movie that how much do people outside of people living in that area know about what happened? So right. like when someone says, Oh, the X-Men didn't come. And if they're, I mean, that would be bad because 
Xavier, Professor Xavier's school was in New York. <laughs> so that, yeah. let, let's be honest, <laughs> if they were down the street and didn't know, that's a different story. But like the Fantastic Four, for an example, they're in New York City that maybe they didn't know what was going on or mutants in general around the other places of the world. And maybe they haven't created the, 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 you know, the uh, X-Men Professor X school of for gifted children. It's they're still sure you know, all over the world and they just don't know what's going on at the time. There was a blip and all that stuff. And maybe that's why they're coming back and we'll slowly see it introduced. Um, But the cool thing about the fantastic four and all of the X-Men basically, or most of the X-Men is they don't have secret identities. People know who they are uh, or they're just regular people that have special powers. And so you can easily, like I said, you could easily just weave them into the upcoming movies Mm -hmm. where Logan shows up in a movie as Logan, right. and you don't know that he's a mutant yet, and it's not even until the end of the movie or the post-credit right. scene. Or just imagine if, like, one of these minor, what we thought were a minor character we've been following through movies and shows yeah. forever was a mutant, but they knew they couldn't tell anybody about it at all. And all of a sudden, this character turns out to be, like, I don't know, Storm or something. Mm-hmm. But um, that would be pretty fantastic. But fantastic. I don't know. There's, it would but be. I, but so the other thought was that someone says, so you know how they, there's the X-Men and then the Inhumans, whereas the Inhumans yes. and the X-Men are very similar on a lot of, like they ran out of, I will say, oh, it's one of those downsides of being a Marvel fan is it did seem like they ran out of storylines to actually like, they, yeah. Inhumans are basically mutants that they just have to have the Terrigen mist to get their yes. powers and realize that they're, they're an actual mutant. So my wonder is if we are going to, if it's overplayed, if they do mutants and Inhumans, in the MCU, like I know they did the Inhuman show, it was not really connected in a way, yeah. like it's not part of this MCU universe. Yeah, is to just kind of like blend the two of them together. Like it might not like, yeah, um, but it might the you know old school you know purists of Marvel will be like, ah, that's not how it works. But like maybe some of sort course. of something like that happens um, that mutants I, genes are activated because of some sort of global catastrophe. Honestly, what you just said would be brilliant, which is like, for whatever reason, the first of the inhuman show up and the mist that they, you know, they bring it with yeah. them. Honestly, that's when, you know, and, yeah. and boom, people start manifesting their powers. But like you said, I, li- I like the idea of like, let's just make it all one. That's a lot yes. for people to digest. And they're basically, like I said, they're basically the same. It's like someone with special right. powers that got it because of a mutated gene. Yeah. The mutated gene comes from the Terrigen mist, whereas, you know, X-Men, you're born with it. And so maybe they mix the two together in a sense that, that, that makes it so they're there. Um, a lot of people yeah. say, well, do we need it? Can we just have an X-Men universe that has nothing to do with Marvel or MCU that, at all and just do the MCU, same thing right. and have parallel universes, parallel movie franchises that are just kick-ass being run by Marvel Studios yeah. and you don't need them to overlap? I don't and like that as much because I want to see... I don't either, but... I want to see... Scarlet Witch hang out with Wolverine. I want to see that. Like I maybe maybe there could be a multiverse crossover. Yes. Thing and then they the next you get to see crossover. It, that would be they fun. they do them in the Spider Verse. Um, uh, in the comic books at least there is a multiverse still, and that right. they're you know they cross over and do things all the time. And I guess that the, the theory is a secret wars is coming. If anybody's a big fan of the comic book secret wars, not the one from the early, was it early eighties, late seventies. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know what time when that was, it was sometime years ago. They did another late one. 70s, in 2015, right. 2015 did another one. 
Um, and that one featured two worlds and the, the beginning of the, sorry, the end of the comic book issue one, it's by Jonathan Hickman. So he does these cool like pages that are inside of it. And one of them says the Marvel universe, 1961 to 2015, the ultimate universe, 2000 to 2015. And it's because in 2015, Marvel said they're tired of doing two different universes in comic right. books, the ultimate and the regular. And they basically merged the two together and kept certain characters and added certain characters. And I think that's ultimately how they're going to do it, in my opinion, is that they're talking right. about the Secret Wars thing where that the X-Men are in their own universe. And it could be, it's not going to be the X-Men universe we're used to. Because I think yep. that's kind of like, I don't want to see a half these characters play these characters. I think we need Marvel to recast these, these, these characters. But Fanta it could be that Fantastic Four and X-Men are both in their own parallel universes that during this whole multiverse thing, it comes together. And in the end, they both end up in our universe. And yep. they're now here and they're stuck. And now here we go. And that's how we got mutants and how we get all these other things in yep. the universe. But that they've, been, they've just, existed. They just weren't yeah, in it's ours. Fu funny in a meta way, because I'm thinking like with, uh with loki we do get like we're like viewers are being primed for this idea of like hey there's all these storylines but like they were unified and so you could see where like they break apart and then the thing becomes oh god we've got to unify this yeah. again and then it brings all those disparate parts together and some are left out and honestly some of the characters that we don't really care mm -hmm. about or don't want to write anymore about maybe they're no longer in our universe anymore maybe exactly. they get left out maybe you know I, I know hulk i love hulk and i want more hulk Marvel doesn't own the full rights to Universal's Hulk. It's Universal owns. That's the one character other than Spider-Man's characters that Marvel has been able to use. But basically, yeah. any Hulk movie with the Hulk headline, Universal has the rights for distribution. Um, so it's like it, Marvel loses some money on it. So they haven't done anything yeah. really. They've been able to use the character in movies. And so maybe Hulk goes away. And they just don't have to worry about yeah. it anymore. We don't, we don't, he's not in our universe anymore. He gets sent away because he does something really bad. And like yep. he, where he got banished to Planet Hulk in the comic books, exactly. maybe they just send him away and they say, oh, he's in a different universe now. And now you don't have him anymore. So then he doesn't have to be introduced yep. anymore. And which is brilliant too, because then if, if down the road they get the rights back at any point, he comes back. You know, again, Reed Richards has done this with Negative Zone and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like to, 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 to travel between universes and so on. So the multiverse will close at some point. I think it will like, it will shrink. But I don't think right. it'll ever be like sealed. I think that Mr. Fantastic will have the opportunity to go into other universes and multiverses and so on to get them. Um, yeah. But I, I definitely think it's going to be this world's clashing and, and we're going to be left over with these pieces and we're going to be introduced to these people who have been around protecting their own universes for right. years. Uh, and now we're just being introduced to it. And now the Avengers and the X-Men and all these other groups, they're going to be able to see each other and they're going to be either stuck in the same place or maybe it is a multiverse that you don't see them all the time, but they cross over here and there and they do, yeah. you know, I just came back, you know, Reed Richards needed, no, you have a big battle to fight. Reed Richards called me over to help fight this battle right, right. or whatever. And so that's, that's ultimately the, 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 probably the plan and whether or not they destroy it and close it. And it's just left with what we had to leave or we leave it open. I guess we'll see. Um, but the coolest thing I think with the multiverse part of it to me is that everything should be canon. Everything yes. that's existed, including the 1990 Captain America yep. crappy film. I, I totally agree. Don't do played. the Star Wars um, thing, man. Like, everything should be canon. We, we're giving us the opportunity as fans yep. to have that with the multiverse. That well, what I love is all of the chatter around the new What If series yeah. because it's canon. 
yes. which is fantastic. And even Marvel has said like, I mean, well, there's a multiverse. So yeah, this happened somewhere. Exactly. And that's like, that makes it so much more fun because they could bring in Captain Carter mm -hmm. at some point. And we would be like, oh yeah, totally. I even saw the origin story already. Yeah. You don't need to explain that to me. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I, I, and we're not going to spoil anything yet because it's still going on, but uh, episode two of What If was amazing. I mean, episode one was great. Yeah. Episode two was like how great episode one was. Episode two was that much better. Yeah. Uh, and it was excellent. It was a lot of fun. It was heartwarming. I honestly got a little teary-eyed at the end. Oh, it was great, the idea that, that um, I will say that the only spoiler is that it's a Chadwick Boseman who plays Black Panther's yes. character, and he it's his own voice. It's actually Chadwick Boseman's voice, and he's obviously yeah. uh, passed away. So this is his last Marvel Cinematic Universe acting was in this show, and it, it, it was really good. At the very end, they gave us a little like shout out to him and saying, you know, yeah. with honor and all that stuff. I was like, I was like, oh my god. Um, but yeah, I know it's it was great. Like we said, we can't say anything about it, but it was great. I just was, I watched it. I actually for once this never happens. I saw it before Justin. Yeah, which never happens. And I, so, like I said, I can't say anything, but I, there, I just, I texted him and I, there, there's a moment that I was like, oh my God, have you seen this? And then I was like, uh, tomorrow. And I actually did watch, watch okay. it. Uh, uh, I think we watched it on Sunday, um, but it was, uh, it was, um, I just loved it. And I, I think I watched it again too, just get like a little, little play on it too. But it's like, I, I guess all those episodes too are like not like any of the other ones that have come out yet with uh, WandaVision or Loki or um, yep. Falcon and the Winter Soldier that you could watch an episode and miss six of them. It's going to probably, they do say it's going to help with the multiverse in the long run, but yeah. episode one and episode two weren't connected. So it's not like if you no, missed episode uh -uh. two, one, then you can't watch episode two. You can, you can watch, uh, watch both. So, um, but yeah, the, the, the making them all canon, making everything canon um, yep. in the long run, I don't think, I think this is an answer to the history of Marvel films. Yeah, but I don't think you can do it forever. I think you have to close it up in the next ten years. Like you have to like if this is the whole if it's going to be ten years, maybe this next thing is only five years. Um, right. In the next five years, where at some point it does shrink back down to a more simplified universe, so that people can understand a little bit better. But like I think the way I took fifteen minutes off the top of this podcast to explain to you why Fantastic Four and X Men are not in the MCU, <laughs> yeah. I think this would explain. Oh, they have been. It's just been in a different universe. And now yep. we're moving on and now they're part of our universe. And so uh, that would be cool. So yep. I think I guess as much, is awesome. As much as I was talking about how kind of, you know, like in the same Disney universe, Star Wars has kind of eliminated a lot of that backstory. At the same time, they've leaned heavy into like their prequels. And that's kind of the same because they, you know, there's mixed reviews on those. But I think what ended up happening is brilliant. That doesn't mean we throw them out. That means we let better writers take control and fix the story. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. And so uh, the question, I guess the biggest one is, um, we talked about a little bit is, will the mutants and the Fantastic Four make the MCU better? Or will it make it worse? Or will it just be status yeah. quo, I guess, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe? My, you know, I, I, we always talk about, I think with Kevin Feige in charge of it, I think he understands the gravity of the multiverse mm -hmm. moment, which is you use it. Use it to fix everything you want to fix and get where you want to be. And then we don't talk about it after this mm -hmm. is over because it's too much of a, you know, deus ex machina there. Yeah. And, and so on that, I think that's great. They'll find a way. And I really just keep thinking with, I mean, X-Men have always been such an allegory for minorities and civil rights in the United States. And I, I really just, whether it, was, it wasn't intentional, it was getting rights. Like the timing now for X-Men to come out and be done right, because people are watching Disney mm -hmm. Plus and they are watching Marvel and they are watching X-Men 
And so if they take that chance to say, look, we're just talking about mutants, but this is what's happening to people, dude, all the time. Mm-hmm. People will see that. So I think that could be exciting. So to answer, yes, I, they could bring a lot to it. It could dilute it up. If they don't do something meaningful like that, it could really make it too much. But I guess also we've had 10 years. So we've already lost Iron Man, right? He's no longer a character yeah. um, or he's a character, but he's no longer alive. So he's no longer part of him. He's not going to be a movie. He's none of that. Um, we have lost, basically we've lost Scarlet Witch, um, not Scarlet Witch, um, Black Widow. Um, who's no longer uh, again Hawkeye is basically retired. This new Hawkeye show, but like there's gonna be a new younger Hawkeye and so on and so forth. My point is by saying this is that there's a shift that we can make that we could also focus the next ten years a little bit on what we've been already have getting released with Shang Chi again new introduced new introduced character the Eternals all new introduced characters um, you know so like as we get further along we can start pushing some of these older characters the Avengers away not that they're gonna be gone but that the next big phase is just focusing on the X-Men and Fantastic Four, that we don't actually need to have all of them on the screen at the same time. Let's take a pause. Let's not do um, an Avengers film for years and years and years and years down the road so that we actually can have an opportunity to focus on the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and so on. So I think maybe three or four years from now, there's a like there's X-Men style films like we did for the, um, like, a, like a Magneto film and a Wolverine film, and then an X-Men film that looks like the Avengers um, that has all of them getting together and doing something as the X-Men team. Um, But we didn't talk about it kind of alluded to when you talked about um, Disney plus is this possible. They do a freaking Magneto show on Disney plus uh, uh, professor X show to kind of give you an idea of background on who these are a fantastic four show that gives you like a Reed Richards and Stu storm story or, you know, something along those lines that actually happens before the actual movie gets out because it is still a money-making effort for them and to get people to sign up for disney plus sure it may be one of those things where they do introduce some of these characters on disney plus first like they have for some of these characters moving forward and i think we both said too i mean would you really consider how quickly everything has changed from like say 10 years ago with with marvel and like um now it's i mean disney plus it's hard to that really changes the game in such a huge way because you know, 10 years ago, you were really banking that people were going to watch, or even longer, they were, they were going to watch those early movies, they were going to care enough to realize that these things were getting tied together, and it worked. But now, man, to be, like you said, to be able to be like, hey, we're doing a five-part series, it's the backstory of this person, it's awesome. Yeah. And that's just, that's a totally different thing. And I think we'll have some throwback stuff, like we did with the whole, um, uh, Scar- Scarlet, not Scarlet, which, um, Black Widow, the movie how it can yep. kind of like threw back to it wasn't part of the thing. Maybe you'll see an X-Men movie get out there, but a Professor X and Magneto show that goes back in time mm-hmm. and says, this is how they became friends at one point, And this is the falling out and how Magneto became a villain and so on and so forth. But sure. that comes out in conjunction at the same time or before, or even after some sort of X-Men film comes out just so we're like, Oh, I wonder the backstory yeah. on, you know, a prequel to the X-Men actually existing. Which would honestly super- be brilliant with, with, uh, Magneto and Z- Xavier, because it's probably time to update the the Holocaust World yes. War II background story. I mean, it, it's awesome, but it's losing its its current cultural weight. And so, if they could turn this into something more related to modern like yeah. racial issues, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. And that's what happened. I mean, that's what they did with uh, Iron Man. Iron Man, the complex. It was the idea behind how he became Iron Man 
was roughly the same, but where he was in the time frame and how he became Iron Man mm-hmm. was different. So like it was in exactly. Asian, like, it was in China that he actually became the Iron Man in the comic books, whereas in the TV show he was in Afghanistan or the Middle exactly. East. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like it's it's the, that aspect of modernizing it so it makes it more noticeable to younger viewers. Uh, now it makes it more relatable in that aspect of it too. So I guess the last thing, I, mean, I guess, so basically we're saying is that first of all, I guess Adam and I are both saying is however the hell they do it, it's going to be amazing. Kevin Feige is in control. Um, the second thing is, is that I think we're both in conjunction on this about both agreement on this about how like it should be a softer, like weave them in. Um, but yep. I also wouldn't be upset if the fantastic four was a movie was the first time that we saw them all just as long as they don't do an actual reboot reboot right. and they don't show us everything. Yes. Uh, yep. I'll be happy. I'm sure they're going to do it well. It's going to be amazing. Um, to close and finish things up for the last couple minutes, we're going to do, I wanted to see a little bit about what's going on new uh, in Marvel. And one of the things I'd like to connect it to is the last remaining big franchise that's not part of the MCU is Sony yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or Spider-Man. So that movie comes out in December. They're hopefully going to be dropping a trailer. I mean, we're recording this on Monday to release on Wednesday. Still a possibility that sometime this week we get a trailer for, for Spider-Man. Yes. Um, but Spider-Man No Way Home and so spider-man characters are still owned by sony because they sold them years ago and that includes spider-man venom carnage uh yep. morbius all those other movies that are coming out craven the hunter uh, those are all movies that are on the horizon to come out um and and there was a talk online that marvel and disney might be trying to buy sony uh which is oh, like geez, oh I, yeah. I read the article i was like oh my i was the headline i'm like oh my god yes please <laughs> Sony, Sony's not for sale. Um, first of all, second of no. all, uh, I don't know if federal or uh, the trade commissions that would let them it, it, it'd be, it'd be monopoly yeah. on that because of that. Uh, I guess they could buy it with the agreement that they have to sell off, like you know, like how that sometimes happens, like a business gets to buy the whole corporation, but then it's only allowed to go through the sale if you already yes. find a buyer for this portion of this. So they may say, exactly, you're allowed yeah. to buy this, but you have to sell off this part. Um, Marvel and or sorry, Disney just spent two years ago seventy-one billion dollars to buy Fox. Uh, the rumored estimated value of Sony is thirty billion, uh, and Sony's worth about their market cap is about five hundred billion. So that's a lot of money to put into two, like the, the future uh, for yeah. something. And so there's a theories out there that's like that's not possible. Marvel and no, sorry, Disney and can't buy Sony. The size of it, I'm just thinking. Then they have PlayStation. Like, yep. I mean, oh my God! Like then, which. I could see the angle there. <laughs> but, like, but in the same I mean, sense, they may say the Spider-Man game. Yes, they may say Disney, you're allowed to buy Sony for thirty billion, but you have to sell off the video game portion of it to someone else. Yes. But in that selling off to someone else, Marvel and DC or Marvel and Sony and and uh, Disney get together and say, oh, "Cool, we want the rights though to Spider-Man back, like that kind of thing, to like to make it in our own video games too, not just." on PlayStation. So there's that aspect of it too. Um, the last thing was they just came to an agreement with Sony, with uh, Disney and uh, with um, Netflix to do pay one and pay two uh, releases of their films. So like when, Sony, yeah. when Spider-Man No Way Home comes out, it goes into the theaters first. After it's ready to go out of the theaters, it goes into Netflix. When Netflix gets it and then when it's the, to the next point when Netflix is done with their run with it, then it ends up on Disney+. Plus. And Marvel sure. or Disney just paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to Sony to that. And the rights still go to Netflix. So if Sony was purchased by Disney, they still wouldn't be able to put No Way Home on yeah. oh, Disney yeah. Plus until after Netflix. So it's like, that's right. another thing where it's like this whole thing. Why would, if Disney was planning on buying this, this is not something that you and I are like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go buy a TV today. 
this is not the same thing. It's when you buy a thirty billion dollar company, it's like years in the making. So if Sony was for sale and Marvel was or Disney was about to buy them, they wouldn't have made these deals. They would have bought them in the first place. So I don't think it's happening. And they have a good relationship right now. They just agreed to having Spider Man allow him in Fantastic or Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. And I, I know the, the Sony films are not bad. Like I liked Venom. They're not I'm looking forward to Venom too, and I'm looking forward to Morbius. And I guess they're making a Craven the Hunter movie, uh, yep. which will be awesome. So I'm not sad about that i also think it'd be kind of cool if they made it part of the multiverse that it does exist all those like, like spider-man actually is in the wrong multiverse like he's actually supposed to be in yeah. a different that one would and be he cool. ends up in this one somehow but um so which that's is a, another that's, I, 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 which i i think before we're getting into we have one person we haven't talked about is deadpool oh yeah yeah good point and i and I know I just thought of it when you said something and I yeah. was like, oh man, I haven't even, cause talk about something that I, that could be so fun. <laughs> like, well, I was reading today people's theories about Deadpool entering the Marvel universe and oh my gosh, like. It, well, first, it could be first amazing. MCU movie that would be rated R cause you can't, yeah. you cannot do Deadpool justice. No. It. And so at all. that would be great. I'm looking forward to that. I'd love to see Deadpool Wolverine movie. Honestly, oh it'd be gosh. awesome to see. A, like, there was a whole run of Deadpool and Spider-Man movie or comic books that would be cool to see as well. Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, so Ryan Reynolds is the best actor to play Deadpool. So that's the only person, honestly, that's in the Fantastic Four or X-Men universes yep. that I would like to be continuing on as that character. Um, yes. Everybody else, scrap and recast. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool is perfect, and I, there's no reason not to. I- I feel like in some way his existence is that character already unifies everything yep. in this like unofficial way, which I love. And that's why I was just thinking whether it's in Multiverse of Madness or No Way Home or whatever, it would be, yeah, I don't know if it's even, pop, but it'd be awesome to just see him start popping in. Yes. Even post, even in the post background, just walks like, by in the background. Well, I think that would be the most brilliant is like a bus, like a taxi goes by and he's like, hi. And it just drives by and you're well, like, the theory what? I've always had was to have him take over for Stan Lee as all the cameos is that Deadpool is just yeah, driving yeah. the bus for some reason. Like why the hell is Deadpool driving the bus? That's that would stupid. be great. Um, but yeah, Deadpool, I mean, what I would also love to see in this multiverse thing is there's a whole series of comic books called Deadpool is destroys the Marvel universe. And um, with the multiverse and the what if thing, it'd be a cool show. I would love to animate it. It would be fun to just do it animated like they do it now, but put it on. They couldn't put it on Disney Plus. It'd have to be on Hulu because of the ratings and stuff like that. Um, but do a thing where it's like a six episode thing where, where Deadpool just goes around and kills a bunch of Marvel characters and just destroys the universe. Yeah. And it's, al- it's an alternate universe, but it's just like Deadpool just shows up and was like, oh, cool, Professor X, bang, and just kills him. Right, which would fit in so well with all the Loki oh. stuff going on. I mean, just he shows up in some random Marvel universes and just slaughters everybody. Everybody. Like, and just like, okay, we just don't want the universe anymore. It's like he kills himself in another universe or, yeah. or like, you know, takes the, the, the Infinity Gauntlet, snaps his own fingers and does his own See, stuff with would, it. Yes, exactly. And that would be awesome. I think it would be great. And if Ryan Reynolds, you know, would sign up to do the voiceover because I think you'd have to be animated oh, to God. do something like that. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so... Deadpool would be great. I think that any any way they bring Deadpool is gonna be fine. There's already talk about Deadpool three and all that stuff too. Um, it, you know, it, it technically is Deadpool three, but it's kind of cool if it goes into the Marvel Cinematic Universe not to call it Deadpool three, call it Deadpool something like they did with No Way Home, yeah. and so that it's like it shows that it's a fresh start, but not really. Yes. Uh, and it would be cool to use a lot of characters they're never gonna use like they did in the deadpool 2 with all those yes, characters that basically yes. do the same thing in mcu with a lot of the characters that deadpool hadn't been able to interact with but now can and marvel's never going to use um yep. which would be unbelievable uh on that aspect i just feel like deadpool is so ridiculous and that's why i love the character but i feel like deadpool could show up 
in the background of a scene in Star Wars mm-hmm. on Disney, and you wouldn't even bat an eye because nope. we expect Deadpool to be in weird places. Like he, yeah, he breaks the fourth wall. Is the fourth wall? Yeah, yeah. fourth wall. The fourth uh, wall. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess what else is going on? I was talking about Marvel. Is I guess they are casting the Fantastic Four movie now, which would be cool because I think a lot of very rarely in Marvel so far have they cast a movie and not have the character show up in a different movie. The main characters yes. show up in a different movie. So we might see some of that coming out here pretty soon, which would be really badass. Um, yeah. And that's about it for Marvel. I mean, we're waiting for the Sony trailer for um, no way home. That's a big one. Yes. It's in the, it's the longest or the closest to the movie release in Marvel cinematic universe history. For a trailer okay. not to be released yet. So the only other one that was closer to the actual release was the original Incredible Hulk. But I think they were also waiting for because it came out in the same year that um or was, yeah, same year that Iron Man came out with. So I think they were waiting for Iron Man to be like the hype of Iron Man to be down or over before they introduced the Incredible Hulk uh trailer so that you wouldn't go see the movie in Iron Man first. That's for sure. But um yeah, it's the closest now to the actual movie that we haven't had a trailer yet. And so uh they're gonna break the internet for that trailer uh, i'm looking forward yeah. to it i'm not looking forward to it as much as some of these people on the internet were like where's the trailer i'm like i'll that's cool i'm looking forward to it like i'm not like that because i mean this is the third spider-man movie i'm more excited for shang chi or the eternals because this new character oh yeah but i guess some people want to know what happens to spider-man because they, they at the end of spider-man far from home the whole uh he's and peter parker so and it's just it's just spider-man it's like yeah. I mean, you can x-men avengers we can talk we love them but like i don't know there's something everybody just love spider-man yes like, because he, i mean i do like I, if you were to say favorite superhero i'd have to be like oh, i guess spider-man yeah exactly like, exactly and that's and that's the weird thing again too if you think back on it before the sony marvel deal for letting spider-man be in there the top three ever combo characters in like fantastic four x-men and spider-man are all not owned by until 2019 they were not no, owned by marvel it, it's like which yeah i know and they made an MC universe off of the characters that were not their top three. Like they made and, an entire and, universe off of and Earth like lower, incredibly well. I mean, that's like yes. I, we've talked about that before. Like I full disclosure, like when I saw the first trailers for Iron Man, I was like, no way, dude. I was like, the very fact that you're starting with Iron Man tells me you're not serious, and I'm not in. And then I watched it. And now here we are. I watched it <laughs> four times in the theaters. Yeah. after watching it for the first time because i was just like oh my god this is amazing and every time i go to watch it and yep. so you know i'm looking towards the future of this show on capes and tights uh i'm putting together a like a pretty extensive long term I and mean, i think i have topics i want to talk to all the way up until 2023 um but part of the things i want to do is i want to do a little bit more movie talk movie review uh, i don't want sure. to get to be solely that i think they're gonna need some comic book other things some toy things some yep. uh, collectibles that we want to talk about some vive stuff i mean they're doing yep. comic books here pretty soon aren't they they're actually releasing some books they are uh and so um those are the kind of things i want to talk about but one of the things i was thinking about is like you and i re-watching the mcu stuff uh, on our own leisure and then coming Absolutely, to already yeah. down and coming down and doing things so um you know obviously there's no new iron man films but instead of doing one on iron man one iron man two iron man three is like we're doing one on the iron man films and we talk about what, right. how all of them you know we can rate each one we can be like okay the yeah. best one is iron man or whatever and we can talk about that but like do an episode that's just talking about those films uh what we like yeah. what we didn't like and all that stuff but then as we That'd get closer great. to some of these movies coming out like ant-man um uh, when ant-man three comes out it's like we do an episode that's like right after ant-man three comes out um 
and then say we watch this is the ant-man one so we talk about the first two films right. and the new film instead of just doing one specifically on the new film um and then we'll do other I love that we, we can do retrospectives yes is that the and fancy I also word thought for it one of the things that we talked about too is we could be uh different than other comic book related podcasts where we could like we're gonna do a review of the movie after it comes out on disney plus so like People can do their own thing about the theater and stuff like that. We're going to give you our reviews of what it's like to watch it in your own home. Um, not that saying that sure. we're not going to go see them in the theaters when they come out. Maybe we will, yeah. maybe we won't. But I'm just thinking like when, when you know, I had put on the tentative schedule to say, oh, we'll review Shang-Chi for an example, 45 days after it comes out in the theaters because Adam and I will watch it in sure. our own homes, enjoy it. And then we'll explain to you why we liked it and what there are benefits of watching it in your own home. Because I think and enough we'll people have out there talk about going to theaters, so. Exactly. And that'll, and that'll be fun too, because we'll be doing a review after we've had, you know, a month to think about it. Yeah, exactly. And not that, I mean, everybody's excited the next day, but after a month you realize, man, I didn't notice that. Oh, yep. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I think that's great. And also, man, it gives us opportunities we could spoil it because here's the deal. If 45 days after a movie comes out, you can spoil yeah. it. If you go, if you and I go see it opening night and we review it that weekend to release it on Wednesday, you don't want to spoil it for anybody. Nope. And you might have people miss it. No. So I thought if we do it 45 days after it comes out or whatever the, 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 the gap between it in the theaters and on the, on the, uh, on Disney plus that gives people plenty of time to either go and see in the theaters or the weekend it comes out to see it. Then yep. we can just, just spoil the hell out of it and be like, okay, this is what and we can have a general disclaimer that is yep. if we talk about a new Marvel movie, we will not talk about it until 45 days after yep. it's out. So, but if we're going to talk about it, it's spoilers. Yes. We're not, I don't want to d- yeah. dance around. It. I think you're going to have to talk about it to talk about yeah. it. We're not, we're not great movie reviewers in the first place. I don't think so. We're going to have to talk about it to talk about it. So I think that's the way we're going to have to do it, but we're also going to do, I think, um, and Adam's pretty pumped about it coming up here pretty soon too. And in September, we're going to do it. We're going to watch all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original three yeah. and talk about them as well. And I think there's a lot of those series that I think comic book related that'd be kind of fun to watch yes. and talk about and, and get people's other people's input. Watching the TMNT the movies yeah. makes me a little giddy. I've, yes, been exactly. telling, I've been telling Annie about it. She's very excited. Yes. So I think the same thing. Taylor and I are going to watch it together and we're going to talk about, like she might have some input that I'll be able to write down and say this is what Taylor yep. thought. And so she's not a huge fan um, and she watched them before. So this will be the second time for her to watch them. But um, I think they're fun and stuff. So I think I'm excited. When we but... get our Slack going. We need to have a channel for Taylor and Annie where they yeah. can do like a curmudgeon's corner and be like, no, that was a dumb show. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because like we both listen to the friends and work podcast and one of their the wives on the show the two hosts wives are one of their favorite movies is dr strange um yep. in, in the mcu and one of taylor's least favorite movies in the mcu is dr strange so it's like hmm interesting <laughs> we'll have a little opposite uh reactions there from those things but uh i'm excited so i mean this Thanks is coming too. out on uh the 25th so we got a couple more weeks till uh shang chi and the legend of the ten rings comes out yep. Uh, that'll be cool and new characters introduced what i will say before we kind of close things up too is uh so the only spoiler i'm going to give you and this is a spoiler if you don't want to listen to this um you can pause or mute it for a couple seconds is the heck was that (laughs) interesting um you got got a ghost in the studio i guess so yeah um the howard the duck shows up in yep. this latest what if character what if show which is unbelievable you know howard the duck has been in the mcu before because they had that yep. that uh small like snippet of a scene in a guardians movie i believe where it shows him uh drinking outside uh, there's another scene i believe where he's in one of the boxes for the collector yeah um well he's in the collector one for this show and two so that's all i'm gonna say what what happens with with howard the duck but i went online that uh was a saturday night and looked up 
some stuff and I just see how my comp books are doing value wise. My uh, first appearance of Power of the Duck uh, doubled in value. I bet it did. Because of a yeah. small snippet of animated Power of the Duck in a what if TV show. And I was just like, okay, That's here the- we go. Ready? A Power of the Duck and Deadpool show. Oh, that's what we fantastic. Do. And guess what? With the multiverse, it's George Lucas's Howard the Duck film from the '80s canon now. Oh my god! I, I, it, I, it couldn't be any more perfect that it, it, it is that. I've thought about that before. Yeah, but no, I think Deadpool Howard the Duck would be great. Still in my <laughs> Kevin Feige's listening. My uh, uh, our big idea, our big Herald of Galactus. Yep. That's that's how we should bring those to universe, and that's it. Never do anything else, but just have Jar Jar Binks go away and yep. find planets for. Galactus. Well, that was the funny thing is I'm watching Comic Book Men, uh, the TV show on AMC. Uh, was out for seven years. It's Kevin Smith's um, comic book shop in New yep. Jersey, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, and they talk on the show. It's like a pawn stars for comic book related things. It's one of my favorite shows, and I've watched it three or four times. Uh, it's stupid because it's the same thing. You know what they're buying the prices for because obviously you've seen it and so on. Sure. Um, but they're talking about how they never released. George Lucas has never put on tape or DVD or digital the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. But yet he still stands by Jar Jar Binks. Yep. I, what, when the uh, thing, <laughs> like what the hell? I, you won't yeah. release it because you don't like it. And you look yet, at the stuff that's like, that's yeah. now canon. That's the early like late or 70s cartoons, but you're not yeah. going to give us the holiday special. Have you <laughs> seen the faithful Wookiee? It's the goofiest thing you'll ever see in your life. Like, And it's like, and they said, he, they're like, he's screwed around with the original trilogy too. He's added things and subtracted things and done things screw with it make the holiday special different than it was in the first place work, work on it then release it but why won't you release it you won't release the holiday special yet you'll stand by jar jar Binks. no yeah. idea how that works but so you know i whatever man he's swimming in a bath of money i guess he can do what he wants it's true i, I feel like jar jar Binks has signaled that we've we've hit rock bottom yes with content yes it's bad but um Quick, quick sip of coffee here is so that's pretty cool so we're excited for i'm excited so we know we know this is coming like there's going to be something in the, in the in the horizon we obviously know there's a fantastic four movie coming out um yes. the theory is it's 2023 ish uh maybe end of 2022 um beginning of 2023 is the idea um maybe later into 2023 with the pandemic kind of screwing some plans up but uh, we will see a fantastic four movie which looks pretty cool the the, the still image they have of just the logo uh, it's just like four and like these lights already looks better than anything has come out for Fantastic Four in the movies right. anyway. So there's <laughs> just that one black image with a four on it in blue and it says Marvel Studios. That's alone is the best thing I've seen. It's huge. Um, yeah. Fantastic Four on the screen. So uh, we're looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing Wolverine again. I'm looking forward to Professor X again. What I will say is that too. why I'm excited for them to do a kind of a reboot, but not fully introduce the characters and so on is that uh, the... I want Professor X in a wheelchair, <laughs> like the cartoon, uh, like the original films. I want to see Cyclops. I want to see Fanta- uh, Magneto. I want to see Beast. I want to see Wolverine. If you do it as the characters that are already created in a different thing, you have you lose some of the longevity of how long you can use Professor X and so on. So I want this to be like, sure. the, like Professor X was created now. So you can use a younger, not younger, but like not super old, Professor X, so you have years to use him. 
Uh, right. Whereas if they were to use you him can, from the you, other movies, then you have only a finite number of years to use him. Right. Like you said, you could get somebody young at first and like, you know, he doesn't get, he's not in a wheelchair till later. So you get mm-hmm. a different kind of a more active Professor X and yes. that'd be kind of fun too. Yeah. And maybe you find out why he's in a wheelchair. Like that's part of the yeah. whole storyline and that's all. So I'm um, looking forward to it. Um, anything else you want to add about these two movies or things coming out or anything yeah. else you want to add about Marvel? I don't think so. I think so. A lot of exciting stuff going on, getting ready to go into Bangor Comic Con. So that's fun. We'll have no, yes. no shortage of excitement there from everybody, probably. Exactly. I mean, there's so much stuff getting ready to happen. Uh, I'm excited. I think um, we have talked a lot of Marvel stuff, but I think next week we're also going to talk some more. Um, and that is going to be fun. And I forget what we we're going to talk about next week. Do you know what we we're going to talk about next week? Next week is, yes, I do. I've got it right here. It is. Oh yes, Adam's gonna take on the idea and the mantle yep. of that DC yep. uh, side. I'm gonna, gonna be the Marvel gonna side. We're gonna DC, argue, which will be fun. I, I actually, which is funny too, because I just like randomly brought all my childhood comic books books back home. So a lot of DC in there. So I can. I'm gonna dig in in the next week and try to rediscover my passion for DC. And which I is said, well, I love. Love DC comics. I always have, but I'm like I, in the later years, it's all Marvel. For yeah, me, and, it's, so. and it's truth. And is I do like there's like, there's some storylines and some things that I do like about DC. But I think it's fun to have that banter back and forth on yeah. what is going on and why uh, one's good better than the other or not better than the other. Or maybe we come to the end like like the uh, greatest battle of the century, whatever it was, comic books. That, like things just end in a tie because they can't yes. actually say that one's better than the other. Nope. Um, but in the end, I have always will pa- have a passion for Marvel over DC. And that's why as people grow and listen to this podcast and add it and, and join us uh, week after week uh, with the, the Marvel stuff and, and sort of the comic book stuff is you'll understand that a lot of it's going to be centered around Marvel um, because yep. that's the passion and that's what I have. And, and that's what I love. So, but we'll do some things. I have some other things in here for DC stuff. So when new DC movie comes out, we'll talk about that. Um, but Absolutely. some of those ones that we do, we might end up doing where they combined, where it's like reviewing the off movie and the new flash movie together. <laughs> Cause I don't know if I'd be able to talk an entire episode on a, uh, on uh, Aquaman or flash for sure. Oh, absolutely. That's another one I have not seen. No. Watching the recent DC. So yeah, I, I got to catch up and like, and like, I can't imagine doing a whole episode about each one. And I guess yeah. that's why we all love Marvel right now. Yeah, so exactly. But there you go. So I'm looking forward. To it. Uh, yeah. What if is on TV right now too? So keep up on that. It's fun. Uh, we'll do a, we'll yes. do a, maybe a little synopsis in part of another episode. We'll just talk about how good what if was. I don't think we need to do a full uh, reviewing TV nope. shows is hard because it's over time and I don't want to have to rewatch them all over again to just to get, to get a review done. So um, yeah, you can follow uh, capes and tights uh, at capes and tights podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow us on um, Apple podcast, Spotify podcast uh, at the main state of mine on YouTube and Apple and Spotify, as well as the main state of mine on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, capesandtights.com the main state of mind.com uh, hopefully in the future uh, i think there's one or two more episodes where this is kind of like all together in the future yep. you'll have an exit saying just to follow one or the other but right now we'd love you to follow both uh, and we'll get back into main specific podcasts yes. uh, in the future we're just right now in this whole comic book thing getting ready for bangor comic-con in october as well as just getting the introducing of the capes and tights podcast as well so um yeah Till next week, I'm I'm good. I'm good too. I'm gonna go read some DC comics and yeah, get back in yeah, the zone. Not me, not me. Okay, I'll I'll do that for you.
But yeah, uh, so yeah, next week uh, on uh, Capes and Tights, we'll talk Marvel versus DC. So make sure you check that out as well. And check out all of our old podcasts too. I mean, we've had a couple yes. of good ones that have been coming out um, over the past few weeks on, on some uh, comic book related topics, as well as um, look forward to the future. Last week was comic book movies. So if you want to like comic book movie idea, we, we talked a little bit about that last week too with, uh, with Josh Moulton, Queen City Cinema Club. So, hey man, appreciate it. Uh, and we'll talk soon. As always, you know it. See ya. See you, man.